Welcome to the Family Photography Marketing Podcast, where we dive into the world of marketing and help you take your business to the next level. I'm your host, Fiona, a marketing expert with 10 years of experience in the family photography industry. And in each episode of this podcast, I'll be sharing my insights and strategies for successful marketing to help you navigate the ever-changing landscape of digital and traditional marketing techniques. So whether you're just starting out or looking to fine-tune your marketing approach, this podcast has something for you. So join me and let's get started. Hello everyone. I hope you guys had a good holiday season. I am back here with two more marketing reviews and then I'll do two more on Thursday and that'll close out these marketing reviews for 2023. If you want a little backstory, basically I asked on Instagram and some photographers bravely came forward and said I could review their marketing online marketing presence for the podcast. And the only question I asked of them was to describe their ideal session. So this is Beth Carter in Florida. And she said that my ideal session is a family with elementary age kids, mom and dad let loose and know how to play and are relaxed An epic sunset and location are icing on the cake. So from that visually, we can kind of put forth in our mind what her ideal session would be. So that's awesome. All right, so the first thing we do is the Instagram review. So at the top, she has her location information, but I would also just add a first name there as well. Even though her photography business name is Beth Carter Photography, I would just add a first name again there in the profile just because it adds a little bit more connection. So she says how long she's been a photographer and what she photographs. And I would actually switch this for her to a seasonal call to action. And then on there, there is also a senior, a link to her senior account, high school senior account, which I do think it's smart to separate those out a little bit. This is an example of a photographer who photographs many genres of photography. So we're going to talk a little bit about the individual challenges that come with that. So on her Instagram, her pinned posts are activated, which I love to see. The first is a quote about motherhood with a very on-brand sunset sunset session. The second is another family post with a fairly generic caption. And the third is a branding image. So I would love to better utilize the captions on these pin posts to give more education and connections. So I would switch one to be an about me for Beth because I do feel like it is our personal artistry and it's really helpful as the client looking to be able to connect with the artist. There's just a lot of people who are going to be looking for that and I would definitely add a pin post there. And if you want to overutilize the pin post, it can be something like an about me and then it's a scroll and it shows the types of sessions that you book. And then the other two you can keep as ideal sessions or educational. But that about me pin post is just really powerful. And I know that people look at it because I look at it and I'm a human and other humans just want to naturally connect to the person that it's behind the account. So that's something that I think she could add into her pinned posts that could be pretty valuable. Okay. The three pull scrolls is where I just like scroll my finger three times down the Instagram. So I see posed family, a wedding, a formal shot, a newborn, a headshot and studio work. So like I said before, the challenge of this photographer will be to be seen as an expert in 
any and all of these things, which she is good at all of them. So I'm not saying that she isn't an expert. If we're thinking like a client, if I want headshots, I want a person who's dedicated to the work and providing me with a consistent outcome. And that goes for every genre of photography, right? And a lot of us struggle with this. Like I'm always jealous of the people who shoot one thing and that's all they shoot. And I know that creatively maybe you could be like, oh, that's really boring. I love to shoot a lot of things. On the marketing side, it is just so nice to, so much less work, I would say, than trying to be known for multiple things. And it's not to be said that you can't be known for multiple things. It's just a little bit more difficult to build trust quickly. So again, that's where a pin post that goes through everything that you offer would be really helpful. So if I... If I'm looking here, the vast majority of the family work is posed. Beyond the two pin posts at the top, I would say that if we go back to her ideal session, mom and dad letting loose and playing, the majority of the family work that I see on the three-pull scroll is posed and not as playful as she said in her ideal session copy. So if this particular photographer, and I'm not sure if she is or not, is seeing a disconnect in what she wants and then the people that actually, actually show up, it could be the featured images. Because if I was searching for a posed portrait of my family and I saw those images, I'm then building trust around that outcome. And if that's not the outcome that the photographer wants to produce, then there could be a mismatch of expectation there. So if you are wanting to focus on mom and dad letting loose, playing relaxed with elementary age kids, like if that's the focus, if that's what you love to shoot and the thing that's going to cause you to not go into a place of resentment, then you may just want to be careful about the posed imagery that you show. If you're fine with shooting posed imagery and then having these playful, like relaxed sessions be just part of your portfolio, that's also fine. I'm just saying from a marketing standpoint, I do see a lot of that posed work. So if there was a disconnect that was showing up, that could be one one reason why. So when I go to the link on the Instagram, it goes straight to an inquiry page. And then that page has a big button that says start inquiry. When I click that, it goes right to submit an inquiry. So if I'm a client and I'm still in trust building mode, I might want the option to visit your website before booking. So that goes back to to everything that's going on on your on your profile. If let's say I'm a, I'm a family and I want playful um playful imagery, right? And like I have seen someone else's work that you've done and I go to your page and it doesn't quite seem like maybe maybe you're more of a post person or maybe I'm trying to get a feel that I can see more of the images of what I want to book. I will what I'm going to be doing is gathering as many images in my mind as possible to build trust as quickly as possible. So that's why it might be helpful here if you instead give them the option to go to a website. And the, you could even have multiple links. So the links could be really specific. So headshots, click here, family, click here. And then those links could go to dedicated info pages with their own individual booking links. So that's a way that you can, if you think about the person arriving to your business and looking for the correct correct path to take to book the session that they want, if you offer multiple genres of photography, that link in bio can actually be a really, really helpful start on the pathway to where they want to end up because the headshot people don't want to really see a lot of the family work. The family people don't want to see, you know, it's like you only want to be immersed in the type of imagery that's going to build trust for the session that you want to book. So utilizing that link tree or those multiple links from the Instagram bio can be really helpful in setting people on the right path. 
Okay, so let's see. I get, I also, the other thing too is I get stuck on this page. So if I wanted to go to the website, I would actually have to go all the way out of Instagram and Google you. So just just be aware that it's good to have a, some way to get right to the website from Instagram. Sorry, I'm moving my pages so you might hear that. Okay, so the website is a one-page scroll with lots of links and information, and it goes to blog posts and then an inquiry form at the bottom. So what I would like to change here is we're still desperate to connect to Beth. She's not on the homepage yet. She wasn't featured on the Instagram. Who is she? What does she look like? Who is this mysterious person that will photograph me? I really want to be welcomed into the brand by Beth. So we could have on the homepage of the website, hi, I'm Beth, welcome, here's what I offer. That sort of thing is like so comforting to someone who's in a trust building process. The gallery pages are really well organized. Again, because you already have these separated out into galleries, I could just, I would just love to see you add individual information on each gallery page. That way those become their own little mini websites for that website pages for that particular offering. So let's say you were meeting, someone was DMing you and they're like, Hey, I'm really interested in headshots. Instead of just sending them to your website, you could send them to your dedicated headshot page that not only had a gallery that could help them build trust with the type of headshot work that you do, but also help for information, how you help with styling, where do these uh, sessions take place. And then again, all of that information can be broken down over time and put into other marketing pieces that you can use elsewhere, Instagram, even a little postcard that you put in businesses. Like there's just so much value in really getting clear on w- all the information that goes into each individual session. It is, a, it is a lot of work because you do have multiple genres of photography, but I think it'd be well worth it to have a dedicated home for each of these places that doesn't just include images, but includes information as well. Okay. So from this, we can go to a a page that's called experience and it's clear what she says is we will meet either in person or on the phone to discuss the art. Then the session happens. Then the sneak peek will appear as a blog post and then the proof gallery will be available and then we'll have a design consultation and discuss product delivery. So again, this is an IPS model and we know, we know that that already that there is a high chance that Beth may feel like she wants to connect to people before they book this. And I think that you could add even more storytelling information about this IPS process. Um, And then at the bottom of this, we have two options. We can either book a call or snag a date or sorry, that is that those are my suggestions. What we actually have are two buttons that say investment or contact me. So If we want, if we're thinking about the natural path of someone, so like they discovered your work, they're interested, they're on this page, they're on this experience page, they want to know what's going on. It would be super helpful if you could create like some sort of walkthrough video to show people the process of IPS. IPS is a powerful, has a powerful storytelling element where you go from session to art on the wall, right? So like there's a big story that can be told there that can draw people in and help them build trust. I would love to see some variation of that story on this page. And then when the button options are investment or contact me, it's almost like you're, you are, the investment page is fine, but instead I would love to see, like I know a lot of IPS photographers 
really love to connect with potential clients to discuss the investment instead of having that person just go to an investment page. So I'd love to see a book a call button that goes to an actual scheduler where it says like I'm available maybe in your in your data light in your daily life you can go in and set your availability each month of when you can take discovery calls or book or informational calls and they could be very professional and it could just be on a scheduler it pops both on onto both of your calendars. I just think it's really important to take advantage of this forward moving process and the fact that a lot of people are very technologically capable and they want to take the next step and solidify it, not in a way that just involves contacting people on a contact form. So the other thing you can do right there, since you did have an online booking form on your Instagram, the other the other option would be to snag a date right now. And since you have online booking they can snag a date. And even if you need to talk to them on the phone, that can just be the next step after choosing the date. And if for some reason it's wildly not a good fit, that's okay. It's easy to cancel that. But what's nice about that is if they are a good fit, they're that much more committed. They're already on on your calendar. So that's just something to consider. And then if you do create that video that is like the storytelling walkthrough process of IPS, it'd be really awesome to have that video be one of your pin posts or a highlight on Instagram too, just so you can help draw people into the process. So the investment page, the pricing scores are clear, but again, there's no images really here. So this is the page where I want you to help me stay in love with you, right? I I met you through your about me. I've looked through your website. I'm on the, if I'm on the investment page, I am as close to booking as a person can get. So keep on building trust. And here I would love a better call to action than, than contact me. Like, something that draws people into the process into the process is an already forward moving appointment as opposed to just starting from the very very basic line of a contact me um i love the idea of booking a call there or even snagging a date or something that's like okay i see you you see me you already have all this information we don't need to start at a contact form like I have worked, Beth has worked hard to build trust here. Trust has been built to the point where I'm ready to get something on the calendar. So how can we capture those people and actually get them on the calendar? Okay, so again, even IPS people can have online booking. And if you need to speak with them on the phone, which seems to be, I'm in an IPS group that I've talked about before, even though I don't do IPS myself, speaking to clients beforehand seems to be a huge component of that. But there's nothing to say that that can't be done via an online scheduler with an already booked call as opposed to a contact form. So that would just be the push. I would try both, experiment, look at the data, look at the results, see what's actually working better. For SEO, if we do Bartow Family, Bartow Florida Family Photographer, you're number one. You're you're number one for your website and your Instagram is number two. Again, those location details on Instagram matter. So if anyone tells you they don't matter, they are lying because we have more proof in these marketing reviews than we can ask for that that is very important to do. It's important to remember for all of you guys that when your Instagram shows up on Google, the profile text shows up too. So that's how you can make that profile text really, really powerful and draw people into your brand more. If it's very generic, it shows up as very generic. So make sure you make the most of that profile. Uh, information, that profile text there that shows up on Instagram. So because you're number one, that means that you have a massive opportunity to make your website even more of a conversion machine. People showing up, people seeing what they want, 
people booking. And I think to do that, you need to just separate your website into easy to follow roads for the different genres of photography that people may be showing up. So when I arrive on the homepage as a headshot client, I want to know clearly where I need to go. If I arrive as a family, I want to know exactly where I need to go. So just separate it out in that way with those informational pages and try out capturing as much of these people's information without them having to contact you first. I think that is very, very powerful. And because you already are doing such an amazing job with SEO, then I would put most of your energy into making your website a conversion machine. That is where I would put my focus. So on Pinterest, I don't see you there on a one page scroll, but just if you are doing Pinterest, just keep Oh, I see that you are on Pinterest. So just keep being consistent. Pinterest is definitely a long game. Um, And just keep, if you are doing, I'm not sure if you are doing the thing where you're doing the sneak peeks as the blog post, but if you are, definitely pin all of those blog posts with those images because that will help you gain authority on Pinterest as well, which is a very, very powerful search engine for people looking for photographers, despite what anyone tries to tell you. Because still in this day, this comes mostly from men. I feel like they're like, well, no one uses Pinterest to search for family photographers. It's important to go by data and not what you personally do. I have personally found photographers whose work I love on Pinterest because it's a visual search engine and I'm looking for visual artists. And even if I didn't though, even if I've never looked for a photographer on Pinterest, the data of my business and many other businesses will tell you that people are searching there. So it's definitely worthwhile to put effort into Pinterest. Just know it's a long game and it's not something that is going to happen overnight. The nice thing though is that that work is rewarded over the long term. So those images keep showing up years and years and years later. So major SEO kudos, but I do feel like you could convert more by making your website broken into clear paths for different genres with trust building behind the scenes videos or informational videos and ways to actually get people on your calendar without having to send you in a booking form. So I would definitely play with all of those elements and then keep track of them. So you know how your website is converting now, make some changes and then track the data and just see what happens. And that's how we know what we can put effort into and what doesn't need our effort. So that one was a really good one, I feel like, for people who have multiple genres. Just make sure there's a clear path for everyone who arrives. Okay, next one is a local person to me, Maria Alacantra Photography. So her, she's based out of Seattle. Her ideal session would be when I get complete creative control in a family that only focuses on each other, people who are completely free and not afraid to show up as themselves. So in short, we have a confident artist looking for confident clients. Confident clients are clients who show up and have high trust in the photographer. So they're not, they're not showing up and saying, hi, we want a Christmas card photo. They're saying we are hiring your artistry. So this is sort of like some of the most difficult marketing to do because you're going up against the public perception of what family photography is. So Maria is extremely creative and in this industry, many hold her creative eye in high regard. So she's an extremely talented artist, but that doesn't mean it's easy to overcome this public perception of when I show up, we all look at the camera and that's what family photography is. So there's a big education piece that Maria has with her business. And luckily her work is very, very unique, but consistently unique. And it's visually different than what people might expect from family photography. 
So she is building trust in that way. She's very consistent. The one way this would be really, really difficult is if she was saying this is what she wanted and she had some of those sessions sprinkled in, but then she also had more traditional family photography in there, that would be very confusing to the client. So she's committed to her artistic vision and she's very consistent with it. So that is that is a trust building element in itself. It's the client arrives, they see something that's a little bit different, but they see it's consistently different and consistently producing visually appealing results. That's what we want if we have something that's a little bit outside of the norm. And I say that in quotes because creative photography for families is on the rise. It's definitely, you know, we see a lot of use of like motion blur and people shooting through plastic bags. I'm not saying that this is what Maria is doing, but I'm saying that we're seeing a lot more creativity come through on the family side. However, because I talk to people about marketing all the time and many of the people I talk to are very creative, that does not mean that just because you're at the height the high like creative output as a photographer that you have an easy time getting bookings. So sometimes like I'll see photographers held in a very high regard because they're very creative, wonderful artists, which is great. But then the conversations I'm having with them on the back end is like, I'm having trouble booking. So that's, that's where we have to make sure that we actually have a marketing process that works for a creative type of shoot just because if you take the average Joe, you know, family sitting in Starbucks and you told them about what family photography is, it might not necessarily be what Maria is offering, but it could be if they were able to fall in love with her work. So that's that's kind of the challenge. Okay, so her profile details, she's using good location SEO and, and her name is there. Her profile says, candid photos for the young at heart, playful, genuine, organic, and unposed. So super clear. Like we do not want you to show up in your jeans and matching white shirts, which actually Maria could make that look cool looking at the camera. We want you to come and just let Maria do her thing, right? That is clear. So the three scroll review, we have muted tones, very original, very creative family and couples. Again, it's very consistent. If I was looking for this type of photography, she establishes quickly that she is an expert at producing that, right? So the highlights are pretty helpful, but I feel like they could actually, sorry, that's what I was going to say. There aren't highlights used and I feel like they could be used to help with storytelling. Just like the last uh, review, she has kind of a different issue where it's getting people lots of people with different needs to all feel fulfilled by one business this challenge is drawing people into the story of this <clears throat> of this art right so pin posts are activated the first one is an about me video which i love and rarely see i just love that it helps people stay there for a minute and actually connect to her i feel like the caption of that video could say a little bit more about her work and her vision the second is a reel about what to expect. I love that. The copy is on point. The third is a carousel of another ideal session. The caption is super fun and makes me want to learn more. The reason I love that caption that she has on this third ideal session is because she kind of breaks down the elements of what how what went into making that shoot a possibility. It's done in a studio. The, the clients are styled very creatively in, in like a very unique way. So she breaks down how she made that happen. And I love the storytelling element there. It's drawing me in and making me think like, I want that. That's what we want. We want clients to say, ah, I want that. And so that's the goal throughout the whole marketing process. Going with her ideal session, 
let's see. I'd say that there's absolutely nothing I can see on Instagram that breaks trust of what she's looking for. So she's definitely got that down. If we go to the Instagram links, there's two clear links. One is website, one is book a session. So I love that clarity there. We can take advantage of those quick people who maybe are already familiar with the brand and they've just finally decided to pull the trigger and it's easy for them to know where to go. If people are still looking to build more trust, then we have the website option there for well there for them as well. The website link, the text in the header on mobile is a little bit hard to read. Sometimes when you build a website and then it goes into mobile, like nowadays, a lot of these websites are beautifully converted into easy to digest mobile scroll pages. But for this one, and I didn't check on my MacBook, but, um, the text in the header is a little bit hard to read. And I feel like that text is really valuable. So I would just move that around a little bit. The dropdown is helpful. Right up, right below the header image, there's a dropdown of about me, book a session, family portfolio, couples portfolio. And then right below that is a review, which we love to see because as a client, my trust, there's no breaking of trust here. It's just building of trust. There's a link blog post and then an email sign up. Again, that email sign up, I would move it down out of that page because either put it at the bottom, but like I'm in this falling in love little quick scroll going through and that kind of breaks up that visual enjoyment that I'm having. So I would just play with it again, put it on there for six months, take it off for six months. If people are signing up for your email list, cool. If not, you know, just make sure for me as a potential client, all I want to do is soak in more of your imagery and that kind of breaks that up right there. Then we have another blog post and then down at the bottom, There are three links. So as a consumer, I'm down at the bottom and I have to decide now where I'm going to go. So there's Pinterest, Instagram, or homepage. So just a general warning about links that take people off of your website. I would be really careful about them because they can hurt your SEO. Because if I'm scrolling and I'm like, ooh, you know, it's like potential clients, anyone online is sort of like a, you know, a three second interest I don't even know how I'm going to describe this. Like, they're just like, where's the next fun place to go, right? If we send them to Pinterest, that your Pinterest could be beautifully on brand, but the issue is that you've just increased your bounce rate. So someone's coming through, they click on your website. Yay, you have them there. You want to keep them on your website for SEO. If they scroll to the bottom and bounce to Google, or sorry, bounce to Pinterest, Google says, oh, if that if they found you through Google, they're saying, well, This person only spent like two seconds on this website before they bounced over to Pinterest. So we want to keep them on our website if we can. The next one is IG, same thing. I know a lot of people have an IG scroller at the bottom. I think I have one too, but um, I would rather before those links at least have a more concrete place to send them. You do have a homepage button, but I couldn't get it to actually activate when I clicked it on my phone. And that could have just been my literal dumb phone, or it could be that that link is not actually activated. I would much rather see, like I noticed from your online booking page that right now you're booking studio work between now and April. So I would love to have a seasonal call to action right on your homepage, now booking these extremely cool studio sessions. And you could have a behind the scenes video and you could have more images from those and you could have a clear call to action because then the path is so clear about how I work with you, right? Because I don't, when I scroll to the bottom of that page, I don't necessarily want to go back up to the top of the page. I know that that's where your drop downs are, but make it an even easier path for people to follow. Okay, 
So the about me, the image of Maria is very on brand. It's amazing. I love her work, of course. I would go more image heavy and more storytelling here. So your sessions are creative and unique. Show, 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 right? I would love more information about your style and your process. I love that there's a review on there. That's perfect. Okay, let's see. Again, just more images because this page is always going to be one that I'm going to just be image heavy. You have a book online that goes to a use session link with dates and times to choose from, which is awesome. I love online booking. However, for this, again, I would love just before they click that button would be more information about what they're clicking because it's not entirely clear. Like, like I go in and, and I see in the, in the book uses, I can never say, I can never say book session. You, oh my God, use session link is what use session is a, like an online booking platform. And for some reason, my brain cannot process those two words together. There's information when I get over there, but I would want to, again, keep the person on your homepage and give them as, or the, or the session information page or the about me page, give them as much information as you can about these studio sessions that you're currently booking before sending them to you session. Keep them there, help them fall in love, help them see what it is, where they're going to be shooting. Like, where is the studio? What are the details? What are the times of day? How do you help with styling? All that information is so helpful and trust building because according to that online booking link, you're not necessarily booking anything else right now. Anyway, then when you, it seems like you are doing a bit of a seasonal marketing strategy, which is my favorite thing ever. So then when you do open spring and summer, you can change those things out, right? So that would be my suggestion there. So SEO for Seattle, Seattle Family Photography, I don't see you, but Seattle is literally so tough with SEO. So I would research maybe other keywords you can use or just keep working at it, but it's it's one of the hardest areas, I feel like. Seattle and Portland, those two are just very oversaturated. I feel like every photographer got the memo early on that, that SEO is really important and they all put a lot of effort into it and there's just a lot of competition there. So just keep working at it. If you want to move up more quickly than others, you can take some of the reels and videos that you've made or even image slideshows and make them properly keyworded YouTube videos. That's kind of a trick that you can use to help bump yourself up on your SEO keywords. You can embed those YouTube videos right in your blog posts. Okay. Pinterest, you are literally at the top for a Seattle family photographer. So that's awesome. So that means that the internet is seeing you. <laughs> That's what we want. Your internet, the internet is seeing your keywords. So we want to keep going with that. Keep pinning your blog posts, keep pinning your Instagram posts, keep working on Pinterest, keep making sure that every time you do they're properly keyworded and eventually that work will pay off. So because your work is creative video, I feel like it could be a major asset for you. Like a fear of mine as a consumer with your brand would literally be that I would not be cool enough. Like I would be, my little family would show up and be like too lame because everyone is so cool, including you. So I'd be like, oh my God, we're so basic. So if there's a way that you could somehow, like I, as a potential client, I would feel so much more. And obviously you want to connect to those cool people who love that type of work. But I feel like there are people who want to see themselves in your work, but they feel like maybe they just aren't 
cool enough. I don't know any other way to describe it. So if you had some video where you interviewed a client or you had a behind the scenes and they could see themselves in these families and be like, oh yeah, I really want the production and the beautiful editing and the way that she storytells and the connections that is seen with these families. If you had video there to show to show that these families are just normal families too, and it's your magic that that shows this connection, I feel like that would draw even more people into your brand. And I would say that for all of my friends who are hyper creative and ha- and try new editing techniques and kind of are out of the box thinking with how they produce shoots, more storytelling con- content brings more families in. And on the reverse side all that storytelling content also weeds people out that are like, yeah, this isn't me, which is what you want as well, right? Especially if you have a unique brand. So overall, your SEO feels well in the way. I feel like you could do some really fun collaborations to draw more people into your stories. I feel like you have a good group of people that you know, who know a lot of other really cool people. And I feel like you guys could form some awesome collaborations and bring clients into that storytelling process. Some, I would love to have you like interview a family before and after you photograph them. Your clients are styled so well. I would love to know more about how you help them achieve that type of styling, just some more education. So again, like love, I love that these two were very different, but both had unique marketing issues to solve. And I feel like with just a few tweaks, we can get more bookings on the calendar, which is always the goal. So again, I'll be back on Thursday with two more. Now, what we didn't talk about with either of these really is how all of this work ties into a strategy. So again, all of these marketing reviews are sponsored by my marketing mastermind starting in January, small group, we're gonna be working through all, I'm gonna be looking at everyone's individual businesses I'm going to be doing one of these for everyone in the group. And then over the course of six weeks, we're going to be working together and as a group on how to tweak these and create seasonal marketing plans that you can just continue to implement every season rolling forward until you're so booked out that you don't need any help anymore. That's the goal. All right. So I will see you guys on Thursday and I hope you have a good rest of the week. Mm-hmm.